there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow And tomorrow's just a dream away Hello, and welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. I'm Tyler. And I'm Chris. And today we are talking about Brad Bird's new film, Tomorrowland. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's (laughs) up. Yeah. Man, this was like the most optimistic movie movie I've ever seen in my entire life. I know. I needed this movie so bad right now. Yeah. uh, Man. From the music to like this, like the overall like look of the film, it was just like this nice, pretty, happy thing. It's like, oh, this is so nice. Yeah, yeah. the The theme was just so positive. It's, it's, it's great. Yep. <laughs> the, the review's over. That's it. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Um. <sighs> probably just begin with the fact that uh, we are both uh, such big fa- fans. Of- of the film that uh, we probably don't have much negative to say about it. I've got a couple. I actually, no, I've got. I, I have. I, no, Tyler, Tyler. I said we don't have much negative to say about it. I have one negative. No, thing to say Tyler, about. shut up. We have nothing negative to say about this film. Other than the fact that you had no idea the third act happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until it happened, you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah. This, this, <laughs> this is the, the third I, act. I struck, I didn't put this in my notes, but I I did notice that uh, structurally, it. Uh, it was very. It, it wasn't. It wasn't bad at all. But like, it was very different. It didn't like. I, I. I. kind of. I kept trying to guess where I was in the film, because like there's. Oh yeah. There's the, there's the point where um and, I we we say this in every single one of them, but in case this is someone's first, first time listening to the podcast, we do spoil, uh the movies we talk about. Yes, and so it just came out. Um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it just came out today for us when we're recording. But um, uh, the, yeah, there's there's the bit where it's it's George Clooney and the two girls are um they're they're all together at this point, and I'm like I'm wondering like where I was I was, I remember just wondering like where are we in the movie right now? Are we nearing the third act or? It was like when I think that when they. Enter Tomorrowland. It was like that's the third act right there, starting up. Yeah, and it was like, but it was also felt like it was a climax because like it was pretty much just like, here's Hugh Laurie, by the way, who's now the bad guy of the film. Yeah. Just to let you know, yeah. just FYI. Um, which, by the way, great, great, great bad oh, guy. Oh yeah, he's um, uh, one of my notes is that Hugh Laurie is great when he's in the movie. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like when he first shows up, you're kind of like, oh, this is kind of one of those people. Whatever. I, I thought know. he was gonna be like a cameo at first. Yeah, me too. And I was like, oh, it's kind of cool. I like Tealoy. Good, great actor. If great, great actor on House, whenever he was on there, it's great, wonderful. Great. Um, uh, He's in my favorite movie, Stuart Little. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say he was great in Home Alone, but okay. (laughs) But, um,. But yeah, he's really great in this. Um, Yeah. By the way, I, I, I love his jacket. I don't know what it is, like, yes. his jacket matches oh, so much. Like, the, like, the scales on his jacket is yeah. like, what the heck? Yeah, I, <laughs> I, just, cool. I just remember, like, because um, overall in this movie, they're, the designs are just so impressive and creative, and it, like, it all comes together for this, this beautiful aesthetic. And I was just, like, 
costume designs. I was just sitting there looking at Hugh Laurie's costume and just thinking, this is, this is like, so cool. Yeah. Like, I think that, like, uh, they they did a great job on costume design, like, just, like, props mm-hmm. itself. The art direction or just, in this movie. Yeah, the art direction, yeah, thank you. It's it just, like, just out of this world. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 left the world, because, you know. Yeah, because they're yeah. in Tomorrowland. Okay, um... So, the ultras in this thing here, like they call them ultras or whatever. I had a question for you from this. Mm-hmm. Was that like the, the bad guys? Like, was that like Hugh Laurie's great group, or whatever? Or is it like you know? Oh, like the guys in the black van. Yeah, like okay, I didn't actually like I didn't understand that part. Right yeah, there. Okay, so like, you know, like, you know what? I honestly, um, it, 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 that really felt like it didn't go much of anywhere. I, oh, I, I, did, I did love the fact that they had, like, Tesla in there. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, Tesla, but Tesla and Edison didn't like each other, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, to mention that briefly, they just jump right, they jump past it. It's like, oh, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, the Eiffel Tower is opening up, and I'm like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> oh, forget about that! <laughs> Eiffel Tower's a secret spaceship. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I did, however, like, I guess they're just kind of the generic, uh, like, lackeys or whatever. Um, that dude so could be he's like just smiling like yeah I love because <laughs> he does like that weird smile that has like the... <laughs> I like that neck turn it's like oh yeah stop <laughs> it's, it's great he was hilarious um, oh Ew. actually I, I have I have a scene written down as my favorite scene but I it's actually not my favorite scene um, okay because what I have written down is the blast from the blast from the past shop as my as my favorite but actually i think my favorite moment in the entire movie is where she starts hitting one of the guys with the bat and goes, uh, keeps going keeps going yeah and clue's like trying to get in there he's like i'm trying to, trying to uh, 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 uh. <laughs> okay okay you can, you can stop now you can stop, <laughs> stop please please stop but here's the thing though he should let her keep going because she wasn't done yet yeah. <laughs> and like um like oh they have to and they're on the rocket trying to over that right there real fast and they're on the rocket and the guys like hanging on there later yeah. and it's like uh, what do you say he's like oh tell him to hang on yeah yeah um he's going for a ride yeah my uh yeah. but I I just I just I love that moment because like you think you think she's about to stop and then she keeps going yeah 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 but that was um, a great surprise yeah I I love that and I mean. You wouldn't really expect that from a Disney movie, someone's face getting caved in and then bashed in even further. Dude, dude, you would expect the fact that they, they resonated evil to person in there. Like, if you know what that means, it's like where, like, the, the lasers all pop the uh, cross-section lasers pop up and the person goes right there and just kind of dices oh, them all of a sudden. Oh, that's right, yeah! Because, like, in the movie Resident Evil, they do that uh, a few times. And it's just like, uh, I was just like, this feels like a third Spice Cut Resident Evil right that, then. Actually, yeah, that entire sequence in uh, George Clooney's house. Um, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, like, they, like all the ways that they were, like, you know, blowing up all these bad guys were so, like, weird and creative. It's like, you know, usually in an action movie, it's just, oh, he got shot by a laser gun. or and then, Oh, like, no, he's gone. And then it happened a few times they get shot by laser gun, but it's kind of like right. That. But they did it in like in a creative way, and yeah, um, that was pretty cool. And then like, but I mean, and like, so usually it would just be like, oh, you know, they shoot a couple people, and then like one, they like one of the bad guys, like the last one or something, is they they do something kind of cool with it. But every single one of them, he did it in an interesting way. So like, the action is never boring in the movie. 
Yeah. Like when he's taking off the, the tub and it's just like the guy hanging on still a little bit and he just like flies off. Yeah, yeah. It's like, ah, oh, he's gone. <laughs> that, there's like, there's that one part where like, uh, they shoot, a, they shoot like, a, like two or three guys in a row and they like explode into dust. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, like, oh. <laughs> it's, this is one of the cinema experiences where I just got, I get to sit there and go like, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> this is so fun. It was crazy. Uh, speaking of like cinematic experiences, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, usually, you watch a movie. You know, there's usually kind of variety in the crowd. Like you know, some kids, or whatever, yeah, and yeah. some adults. Especially here, I had like everybody in my crowd. I had old people. I had young people. I had like just like teenagers on going dates. I had uh, just adults by themselves. I had adults with kids. I had just like you know all sorts of things. All of my theater like just covered in everybody. Mm-hmm. I think about Disney movies, like they do that all the time. It's like the like everybody goes to Disney movies, right? Like and whatever age. Actually, something I was gonna point out about this uh, is that, like, I think I I didn't really get to survey the crowd too much. I mean, we we do talk about our you know experiences at the cinema a lot when we you know do new movies, um, but I didn't I didn't really get to survey the crowd much. But there were a couple of old people, like a, a couple like two groups of old people that were there. Um, and they were loving it. And I was really surprised at points that they were loving it. Well, people can love it, Tyler. Wow. Discrimination right there. You know, just, just so the audience knows, by the way, Tyler is a uh, discriminator of age. Uh-huh. He has, uh, ageism, right? Yeah. I have ageism. <laughs> so, but it's actually a real term. I just ended, made up one day. It's like, oh, that's ageism. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the internet has to be angry at something. Yeah. I'm sure that, uh. And Storch Clooney dropped the girl. It was like that's abuse right there. Yeah, that's that's sexist. <laughs> also, it was pedophilia because the because uh, George Clooney and the child were still like in love with each other or whatever. I, yeah. Okay. So th- this this wasn't a problem with the movie whatsoever because they ended up not doing this. Um, but I was I was so worried that like they start kissing the, or whatever. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> they would go just a little bit too far with it because like it's like okay, you know. The, the kid robot's just as old as he is, yeah. but it's still George Clooney and a little girl actress. <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, what I, got, what I got from that was not um, at all, like, the, like, creepiness or whatever. Yeah, it, like, it I think that like, I was, like... It wasn't, like, a love interest. It was, like, um... It was more like a, like a father and daughter, almost, suddenly. Not, like, hmm. maybe, like, not even, like, not even, like, quite like that, but it's, like, yeah. it felt... It didn't feel like it was, like, one of those, like, creepy close relationships or whatever. It's, like, oh. Okay. So, I mentioned earlier that I had one little issue with the movie. Um, the only thing I ever really had a problem with was uh, the sequence where uh, little little George Clooney, he first comes to Tomorrowland and there's like the robots around him. Mm-hmm. Um, like for, for the most part, the kid did a really good job, but... Like, when he had to react to CGI things happening around him, he, like, he, I don't know, the, the reactions were a little bit off. And, I mean, it's it's hard for any actor, really, but, um, that... You had a problem with that? Yeah, man. I had, I thought that was, like, the, I thought that was, like, the most, the, I thought that was pretty good. The, I thought that was, like, the best ex- execution the entire movie right there was the whole entire opening bit. Oh man! It was like that whole part. There was like my favorite part right there. Like when it switched with the girl a little bit, it felt a little more flat because it like switched from like happy optimistic blah blah blah. It's like to like oh it's like it's like 
James Bond all of a sudden her hacking into the things. It's like, what? <laughs> no, I, I'm not saying at all that, like, that uh, point in the plot was bad. I'm saying, like, that, like, the miniature action sequence. I, I was doing an encompassing, like, I mean, like, excuse me, like, right. like, the kid did a great job. Right. Yeah, like, I, I didn't. I mean, like just like everybody, like that was like. I thought yeah, that was it, great. It was such a minor thing. Like, and you, Chris, you keep making a big, making it seem like I'm making a big deal out of this. It, it was such a minor. You, you thing. are so, so, so making a big deal of this, Tyler. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. Tyler, Tyler. Hey. Okay, we're good. Hey, we're stop, hey, everybody, stop acting like an old everybody, person. Everybody, I hate old people. Everybody, go to Twitter, and the new hashtag is uh, stop Tyler 2015. Okay. <laughs> and uh, calm down. Hashtag, hashtag calm down, Chris. <laughs> Stop Tyler and calm down, Chris. No, there's no calming down. So, um, Tyler, you know my favorite movies are movies that are like more happy and optimistic. So this is like this like plays right into like my favorite kind of movies. So it's like this when this comes out on DVD, the day comes out, I'm buying it right then. Yeah. Um, or the second hit, the second it hits like the illegal Chinese market, I'm buying it right then. <laughs> either, either way, one of those two. Right. Right. They'll they'll have it they'll have it uh, I'm sure they already have bootlegged for me so mm-hmm. uh, support the official release kids uh, so yeah I, I was thinking about that like near the end of the movie I was like you know am I gonna buy this when it comes out on Blu-ray and I don't know if I will immediately but I probably will eventually oh absolutely I'm gonna buy it immediately oh, that's it I'm buying it now <laughs> like I'm gonna be like up the workbench mine yes yeah, yeah absolutely I mean I I own almost every uh brad bird movie except for this and uh mission impossible 4 yeah uh, by the way that was probably a really awesome that was probably the second best mission impossible movie Mm. but yeah um most of the cast was really good in this movie yeah i actually and i like tyler i like the kid the very beginning of this playing young frank yeah you know yeah yeah because I I obviously hated him. Yeah, like I said, I think I think that, I think that, yeah, I think that my only complaint if I had one about the movie. Go ahead, Teller, can break me for this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, no, you have a, you have a you have a problem with the movie, Chris? What's wrong with you? This yeah, is a perfect yeah. movie. Actually, I said it earlier, like when you said uh, about the kid, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like right after that part there, it's like the oh. weird, like abrupt, like the, it felt like the movie like went flat for a second, like when it introduced the girl, the girl mm-hmm. but it was like. Once you realize what she was doing, it's like, oh, this is fine. <laughs> I, yeah, I never had a problem with that. Um, it was like this, it just felt like it was like, hey, blah blah blah, it's like nice, and it just like tonal shift. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. There was a tonal shift, but like that works because they're introducing a completely different character. She's she's a polar opposite person to George Clooney's character, so like that that made sense to me. I wouldn't say polar opposite. I say, I say like in in ter- in terms of their mindsets, dialed down a little bit i yeah. think it's mostly what it was because but um yeah maybe not polar opposite but like they 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 come from two different sides and like but they're they're going for the same goal yeah which by the way i was i i love the uh 1960s oh, yeah. thing going on oh, that they had it was like yeah. this is so cool Cause like I I'm a I was a big fan of like the World's Fair idea like bringing together all these different like, inventors and all that stuff, and I loved like it's just, like how like uh, mean he Lori was to him like he yeah. brought his jetpack he's like that'd be great if it actually worked <laughs> it's like yeah. oh <laughs> yeah. but in the meantime have fun 
have fun. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> it's just like, oh. Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> um, overall, like, we, we started talking about sort of the cinematic experience of it. But, um, I yeah, I would definitely recommend seeing this in a theater because it's just, it's got so much, like, it, it's a it's a very big scoped movie. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 I mean, I, I, I like to see most movies in the cinema anyway, but this is like one where it's, it's probably, it's better to see it that way. It's also like a rare instance where like, uh, you and I went to go see a movie on the sex same day. Like we were both just like, we got to see it right now. We got to yeah, see it right now. We got to see it right now. It's just like the opening day. But, um, man, I'll say this right now. I'm a little bit afraid, afraid though. Ooh. That's like not gonna make records money all the way, like as far as like domestic earnings. Oh, so I'm just like, man, this thing's like it's in a, a broad audience may not yeah. be able to appreciate yeah, fully. Yeah, unfor- unfortunately, because it is, I feel like it might be too smart. It, yeah, for, it, for one, people. it might be too smart, and two, it's not a pre-established franchise. So yep. it, yeah, it, and I mean, no offense to Brad Bird, but yeah. I go to somebody like, hey, Brad Bird's directing this. That's right. Sorry, coming, coming again. It's mostly because he does animation, and people don't really think about the like the director behind animated projects. Let's just say this guy directed The Incredibles. You're like, oh my god, oh, oh, I love The Incredibles. <laughs> yeah, man, he got like just absolutely just. I don't like trying to think of a nice way to say this. Um, just kind of pushed aside almost. Felt like mm-hmm. it was like Incredibles came out. And it was like this. They had like the ending bit with the underminer and like oh it's gonna be a sequel right here and they made a video game out of it and nothing happened from that Rat- it's like Ratatouille he had Ratatouille yeah but Incredibles 2 <laughs> well they're making Incredibles 2 now I, I... I'm not like it now but it's like back then it was just like oh they're not making one I felt I, mean, I, I was so repressed by that I was like I looked I loved yeah, Incredibles so yeah, much yeah and then you know they make uh, Monsters University and Finding Dory and something else that's stupid probably <laughs> Oh, Cars 2. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Cars 2. That's a... Uh, that's, that's a gem. Number. Yeah, Cars 2. That's a that's a national treasure. But um, this, right, this right here, I can see, like, people not going to because it's like, oh, this is... You know, th- there's not enough explosions in there. Yeah. It's like... There's, like, five minutes of explosions in this thing, I think, <laughs> in total. Yeah. A little girl exploding, and then, like, yeah. the house. Yeah, man. A little girl explodes. Some people explode. Some people get lasered. And then, like, bits. and like two old guys fight each other. It's kind of cool. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, that sounds wrong by the calling Hugh Laurie an old person, but he's actually kind of old. Yeah, he, yeah I, I did notice that in this. He's. I didn't. I didn't, like, I guess I don't think about that, because I was like, you know, I've been... I don't know. It's... Actually, he's always been, like, you know, yeah, mid- yeah, middle-aged like, like, guy. But he's not, like old though but this right here is actually he's actually like I, I, but i mean they, he's not he, he's still like upper middle ages he's not old yet but I mean, like i don't know like i think that they they, they did a great job by with the makeup in the very beginning like we're showing uh he laurie mm-hmm. like they made him like look younger mm-hmm. and then yeah i mean they kept him a little bit young in the uh in the like the like what is it like the because he's talking about like how much younger he looks like he not younger he looks like how young he looks oh, yeah, or whatever he because like he hasn't uh, aged it's like too much. age that's what I was thinking. I think it's trying to think like yeah he hasn't aged and it's just like that was a great makeup job right mm-hmm. there because they uh been look a lot younger but it's still like I know that he's like it's kind of old though mm. <laughs> it's like ah oh, too bad because like he's a great actor it's not like he's it's not like he's dying in the next couple years. 
<laughs> oh, is that you knocking on wood? Yep. <laughs> oh, you never know nowadays. Yeah. Oh. You're gonna find some needles in his arm. <laughs> okay, um... Do you have any idea where that, where that girl came from? The, uh... You, you know, I thought I recognized her from something, but I cannot... I forgot to look it up when I was like, I, I was gonna look it right now. Yeah. Britt Robinson? Robertson? Robertson. Right? Yeah. I don't know any of these movies. Oh, Scream 4. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, classic. Oh, she was uh, in the TV show Under the Dome. She was in Dan in Real Life with uh steve carell she, she was in the growing pains movie with the or, oh, or oh, tv movie uh, oh i know what it is chris she what? was in power rangers time force as tammy in one episode oh oh that's, that's a great episode that's, that's I, right because like, like she shows up whatever and it's like yeah. that thing happens Tam- like the tammy giant monsters that's part that's part of the giant monsters and the robot fight each other yeah right? yeah and then tammy okay, shows up oh yeah tammy's tammy tammy's the greatest <laughs> character <laughs> what are we talking about right now <laughs> what are we doing here <laughs> uh man she she doesn't really have anything lined up she's got a movie with eddie murphy lined up for next or this year uh isn't like eddie, isn't eddie murphy like box of his poison now he is because his his movie's got like shelved for like 10 years or whatever and yeah it's got like uh, directed dumpster I mean, really, it's gonna go to the same landfill as E.T. video game. Yeah. <laughs> That's where his movies go. <laughs> hey, this is Eddie Murphy. I have a new movie coming out. It's <laughs> you can see it in your local landfill. <laughs> is that Eddie Murphy's new uh, accent? Yeah. <laughs> it sounded almost Rastafarian <laughs> on my end. Hey, this is Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So anyway, Tomorrowland was a really great movie. Yeah, it really was. Um, by the way, there was one thing that happened in Clooney's house that they never touched on, and I was like, wondering what the heck was that thing? Mm. Like, I like, kind of touched on a little bit, but like, he had a transporter in his house, just just a portal, just sitting there, you know, no, no problem. Oh, that's Fine. right. Yeah, what? I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> what? what was that come about? Back, come back, go back. What was that? What, Explain what that. that. No, stop. <laughs> yeah. Brad Bird, shut up for a second. Stop directing. Say, tell me what happened. This, this part. <laughs> why didn't George? Why, is, why just, does he have that? <laughs> George Clooney should have just like stopped in the middle of the movie, like gone out of character. Like, no, seriously, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> why do I have this thing? <laughs> like, what does they it do? Like, they should have done like a uh, House of Cards esque, like a, a side, like yeah. This is my transporter for whatever thing right there, because I'm a real awesome person. It goes back to, what? <laughs> All right, that's fine. All right, they've been fine. They had but a like, Kevin never, Spacey moment there. <laughs> like then they had like they kind of had a transporter sort of thing, and like the at the end or whatever it was like, was he building that thing? I mean, was he doing? Maybe that's yeah. There there are a few weird. things that are, I guess like why would he have that? But at the same time, it's like eh, yeah. It's fine. I mean, it it is sort of a. I don't, like I, I I don't want to give like be that person who gives the excuse like oh it's a kids movie it doesn't matter oh it's a it's a plot hole yeah oh, oh why'd you have a plot hole in a movie uh. 
how to do this movie. I mean, because I, I read some reviews, by the way, which, by the way, is a total mistake. Don't ever read review people's reviews anymore because like, they're crap. Because uh-huh. people nowadays, when they review movies, here's what they do. Oh, it's not a plot hole. It's not some thin characters. It had oh some uh, terrible themes. Why? You know you know who explained why things were, like, whatever? Ooh. Roger Ebert. Because, yeah. like, when I, read, I used to read his reviews. And what he would say on there? This is why it was like this. This is why it was like this. This is like this. Well, most, most reviewers are like, Oh, this had a plot hole because George Clooney couldn't possibly have had a bat that flew through the air. Right. Only well, kids and cat on cereal could watch this movie. Yeah, well, it's because of... Bite it's me. because of... Um, you know those the stupid, those stupid. I want to sound all edgy. The, those, right? those stupid people who review things on YouTube. <laughs> but, okay. But yeah, but no, because like um, there, nowadays we have we have this medium where we can have you know sit down and pick apart all the plot holes and something, and like that's that's the thing now. People just complain about plot holes, but you know that doesn't. I mean, you can talk all day about how. Star Wars, you know, the original Star Wars has plot holes, but it's still a good movie in the end of the day. Uh, let me go ahead and also blow your mind for a second here. Yeah. Your life has plot holes, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Whoa, dude. Think about that, Think about that for a while. Whoa, <laughs> right. dude. Speaking, so speaking of blowing your mind, um, the part of the comic shop, the, uh, the comic shop, the, uh, collector's shop, whatever, the door's, like, open up, he's like, da 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 yes. <laughs> the songs are playing, he's like, what's hey, up? What is that guy's name? He's, he's part of that, like, sketch comedy show. Oh, wow, that, there's specific things going on there, so, like, SNL, um. Um, um, <laughs> it's the, it's the one with that guy in it. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh. Oh, gosh. Golly, Jubilee Curtis Tyler. Now I know what it was, oh, you know? Oh, Keegan-Michael Key. He's, oh, oh, yeah. Key and Peele. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he, he's a... He was great. He's a pretty he was funny great guy. I, yeah. I see, I see him around and stuff, and I, like, I, um, I did not know until now what his name was. That dude does, like, all sorts... Like, he does, like, movies. He'll do, uh... I see him on, I see him on YouTube videos. It's, like, just, like, not even, like... Just like the ones you don't expect him to be, I was like, "Oh, there he is!" Right, <laughs> right. Like, why not? He was. He did the the White House Correspondents Dinner. <laughs> That's right. He was there. That's right. Yeah, he was. Uh, no, no. Uh, God, we sound like such nerds right now. I know. I don't care. <laughs> we watched the White House Correspondents. Tyler, Tyler. <gasps> Let's talk about this for a second. We are people reviewing a movie on YouTube. Speaking of which, I have a few which... plot holes that I want to expose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> How could George Clooney be like this age whenever blah 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 blah? But yeah, that guy was really I, good. Yeah, he absolutely was. Um, there's actually one more point I was gonna bring up mm-hmm. uh, as far as like what I have left over. So, the part where the spaceship takes off and Paris kind of breezed over that for a second. Uh-huh. Um, that was one of the coolest parts of the movie, right? Yeah. Just like the after like just like separating out, and you're just like. My mind was like, that could not have been built back then, but I don't care right now. Right, right. <laughs> it's fine. It's all fine. I don't care. I, oh, man. I, I loved, because, like, the, the Boyd Voyage thing that pops up, and it was, like, the, the little uh, confetti goes everywhere. Yeah, like, oh. yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool, whatever. Also, like, just the thing just separates open. You're like... <sighs> this thing, this movie is such a spectacle <laughs> at yeah. points. Well, it amazes me that the person that, like, um, it, was, it was Brad Bird and a guy named Damon Lindelof, mm-hmm. who helped uh co-write this thing and little off did like the uh star trek movies and less like lost or whatever mm-hmm. and so that's surprising i was like this guy can do like this as well mm-hmm. it's like oh this guy can go all the place so 
Right. That was like cool to see like see like Brad Bird and that guy wrote it along with another guy named like Jeff Jensen. Who I'm not sure who that person. Yeah, is, so I think he cares. was his story though. Oh, okay. Because it was, yeah, it's it was a story Lindel- by it was Lindelof and uh, Brad Bird who wrote the screenplay. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I mean, I'm so glad that uh, this was able to come out because it's just like mm-hmm. so it just plays so well into my my love of uh, optimistic kind of movies. Mm-hmm. And interesting enough that like it has, uh, I just read, I just looked up here and saw something that says Tomorrowland: A World Beyond. Apparently, is like the subtitle for the uh, UK release. Mm. Interesting. I wonder why they had to add a subtitle. I think. Yeah. Oh, no, it's called Disney Tomorrowland. Weird. Yeah. Huh. I don't know why I did that. It's kind of like when Whatever. they did, uh, like when they have to call Avengers Avengers Assemble. Because of that, what? Yeah, in, they... in the UK they had to call it Avengers Assemble because there was a pre-existing movie called The Avengers with Uma Thurman, I think, in it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, I think there's like a, I think it's a TV series that was called The Avengers. Yeah, they, yeah, they had the series, and there's like a movie I think based off of the. Uh... Oh, okay, gotcha. I never watched any of that stuff. So who cares? Yeah. So about the Tomorrowland, uh, Tim McGraw was in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's the father. Yeah. I was like. I didn't know like, who it was, and then I saw when I was looking up the uh, the cast. Yeah, I saw like the credits. And I was like, "Oh!" I was, I was like, "Who was that guy?" Oh, he wasn't really. He wasn't bad or anything. So no, no, he's great. Yeah, yeah he's felt good. I was like, I felt like there was like a, a good father, and I was like, "This is yeah. excellent." I guess I have the luck of not really knowing what Tim McGraw looks like, so I had no idea it was him. So like, it it, it so it's not like one of those things where like, oh. Insert uh, celebrity here who's not an actor uh, um, is, is in this movie. Like, oh, and then everyone lets out an aggravated sigh. This thing had a very interesting cast right here. Like, mm-hmm. just like people I never thought they'd see a movie together. Which is, mm-hmm. You know? But it, it, it turned out great. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because um, so, uh, clearly Brad Bird knows how to direct people. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know. Because Jamie loves readings. Oh, uh, God. Still doing this. <laughs> this joke is still happening. Um, what What would you say? Uh, is, it, is it a joke and nobody actually listens to us talking? <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying, talking about. <laughs> Most people don't know who Jamie is. <laughs> well, Chris, Anyways, how, what, yeah? what would you give it this out of 10? Out of ten, I would give this a uh, it's an eleven out of ten. <laughs> you know, no, no, actually, no, like, no, actually, I'd give it probably like about nine point eight out of ten. Um, yeah, it it loses that point uh, two right there just because of the one that little brief thing I had that with the problem, like the little brief things I had issues. That's all. Right. That's all it was. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck between like an eight point five and a nine. I think I'm just gonna give it a nine though. So I guess we could, uh, since we're done talking about the movie, pretty much, we can make a quick side note here. Uh Um, We have become very busy with the project we're working on, so we're putting this podcast on a temporary hiatus, um, among other reasons. I because nobody listens to our podcast. That's going just that's going just out there. Yeah, that's that that's also one of them. Uh, That and. Man, I, it's pretty easy to get burnt out on this. <laughs> well, also, it's like, we're also having issues where it's like, uh, I'll go see like, some movies, wherever he'll see some movies, mm-hmm. and then I can't, we can't talk about it. Right, 
Right. Or like, oh, we can talk about this, can't talk about this, wait to the podcast, why? Because the podcast is boring for, you know, faking our reactions, but at the same time, yeah. you know, if we're waiting too long, then it, it's just, it's it's taxing on us. Like, because yeah. we aren't able just to talk about, you know, movies we've seen. Yeah, because I remember I had that issue with the with the uh, Coen Brothers podcast. Mm-hmm. We waited so long, it's like, oh, we yeah, some of them just take too long to uh, finally happen. So, yeah. Oh well. Um, yeah, well, we're, it's okay. We, you know, we'll come back to this eventually. We'll, you know, we're we're gonna get everything figured out. We're gonna try to figure out a different way of doing some things. And uh, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. We'll. Uh, We'll see all zero of you next time when we and do uh, not that, no my, my, my mom listens to this hi mom uh, hi mom hi hi Chris's yeah. mom you're not my mom you're Chris's mom <laughs> as far as you're aware what, what did I you mean, what did you think of uh, Tomorrowland Chris's mom yeah, yeah mom, mom I need you to leave a comment in the section below saying what you get this is reading <laughs> <laughs> or in the movie do, not the podcast do it, do it for Jamie do it for Jamie yeah <laughs> all right hashtag, hashtag hashtag by the way is uh, stop Tyler Calm down, Chris, and do it for Jamie. <laughs> Those are three hashtags. All right. Good night, everyone. All right. See you, bye, guys. And girls. for listening to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. Be sure to leave your correspondence and subscribe for more. For updates on this show and our other projects, check out IlluminationCinema.com. Illumination Cinema